0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. It's me, Tori Re on the Viva Life Show. Don't know why I'm quite so energetic because I am suffering from my allergies so badly this morning. I haven't had allergies for the longest and all of a sudden I'm like, (coughs) I don't know what's happened. But anyway, sorry about that. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I hope you, if you're in the UK anyway, I hope you're enjoying this beautiful weather that we thought was only going to last the bank holiday weekend and seems to have carried on. We're now entering the weekend shortly and it still seems to be going. So high five to English weather for once. Uh, I hope wherever else you are in the world that you are also having a great week and that you have an exciting weekend lined up, whether that's doing something or chilling the F out. So before I sneeze, Oh, fast forwarding to this podcast. Uh, So this podcast I recorded a couple of weeks ago with two friends of mine. Uh, I met these ladies a couple of years back um, through the health industry and at the, around that time, they were setting up a sustainable swimwear brand, which obviously I found really exciting for them. Uh, but I didn't look into it as much as I'm obviously aware of now. So I've watched their journey over the last couple of years, and it's been it's been truly enlightening. And I feel like it's an area uh, of of kind of consciousness that people are tapping into a lot more now. We we obviously think a lot about our food and our lifestyles, but fashion and stuff can often get overlooked. And I'll put my hands up and I can I can admit to that too. So I decided to get the girls on to talk a little bit more about sustainability. So we talk about obviously the concept and the creation of their business, because I think that was it was really inspiring, especially around a time that it wasn't quite such a hype topic. Uh, we talk about all things sustainable, how to live a more sustainable life, what they've kind of discovered from their journey and what we can do moving forward as well in regards to fast fashion and just living a more sustainable life. So I'm going to pass you over to the podcast. I hope you enjoy guys. As always, super appreciation for you tuning in and continuing to support us. Uh, I hope you have a blessed one. guys and welcome to another episode of Viva Life Show with me Tori Ree. and today I have two guests on the line so this will be interesting because I don't know how we're all gonna talk at the same time no we probably will talk all at the same time um (laughs) but it's gonna be a hello Hello. we've got Inga on the line and we've got Becky as well uh so these two beautiful ladies uh run an amazing company called Away That Day. I'm not going to talk too much about it. I'm going to let them explain. Uh, But it's a topic that we haven't covered at all on the podcast as of yet. And it's a topic that I think we do need to be talking about a hell of a lot more. So talking about kind of fast fashion and sustainability and kind of sourcing the right materials and changing our view on all the things. But I mean, I'm going to ramble. So I'm going to go straight into the podcast. And guys, can you just tell me what is Away That Day?
1: Yes, we can. So Away That Day is a sustainable swimwear um, brand that do swimwear for all body shape sizes. So we we basically just wanted to make a brand that anybody can wear
0: and that's also good for the environment. Amazing. I was, I was yeah. going to say, because I think that, that's the key part for me that has always like stood out with you guys. Obviously, your designs are incredible, but the, the sustainability side of things. Um i mean a lot of people can kind of come up with great ideas da, 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 but i feel like this is really a niche and it's a time where this is becoming a lot more uh what's the word that i'm after uh, oh god i've lost the word what's the word you're after what's the word it's becoming a lot more uh, in our consciousness um these things we're seeing about sustainability but a lot of people don't really understand it um so it'd be nice to dig into a little bit more kind of where the concept was created and kind of why you went down the sustainable route okay put you on
1: okay well basically what happened is i visited bali i visited the factory in bali and um they're a bunch of lovely lovely people and they showed me all the fabric options for the brand and I had it all laid out in front of me and they showed me one side, which was normal fabric. Right. And then the other side, which was all sustainable fabrics. And they explained to me the process and how they're, how the fabrics are sustainable, that they're made out of ocean plastics, fishing nets. And I just found that incredible. Mm. And then when I actually looked closer to the fabrics, I realized that the sustainable fabrics were actually a lot, a lot more durable. The quality was incredible. And I just thought it was a no brainer. Now the sustainable fabrics are a little bit more expensive mm-hmm. to produce, but there is like absolutely no way that I was gonna go for something that was less quality and really bad for the environment over something that was right in front of me. Like the, the fact that they were both choices, like that it was just a no mm.
0: So can you like explain a little bit, because I've heard about kind of like the, the recycled plastics and stuff like that. I don't know whether you can dig a little bit more into kind of like the process, like how how do they do this?
1: So they take, um, it's called Econil Regenerated Nylon. And the process kind of begins with them taking the ocean plastic and spinning it at a rate um, to create it, obviously, into a nylon. So it's a bit like the same process of making a polyblend fabric in terms of, like, heating it and then weaving it into the yarn. However, the difference is they also don't use as much water, Uh -uh. which is, like, a super important part of the process because... Obviously, we get told that this is sustainable and that's sustainable or biodegradable or recyclable and all yeah, these all very words are being thrown at you, but we don't read up on the backstory because we take this for its forefront value. Right. When in reality, let's say like, I don't know, we'll go off topic and say electric cars mm-hmm. are actually not as sustainable because there's so much water being used to generate the electricity that's needed for these vehicles, exactly. right? Exactly, yep. It's kind of the same process with fast fashion. And this process of um, wielding a yarn that is sustainable and biodegradable with less water is actually working for the planet. You just have to pay that extra money for it. And I think when we're being faced with fast fashion, it's so hard to 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 not want to invest into something that's immediate that can Mm -hmm. be with with you in two days and you can throw away if it's not in fashion anymore and we Mm -hmm. need to get out of that mindset and we're hoping to create a movement to like push people into the mindset and the idea of like using things more than once and not investing the fabric is so incredible that You won't have to throw it away. This fabric will last you year after year after year, summer after summer. And the color doesn't go either. It's crazy. The color doesn't fade. Um, Like the way that it's made is so incredible. It's just, yeah, like there's no point. Don't spend your money on clothes that you're going to throw away after like, you know, a month or after you wear it once. Like this is what people need to start realizing. I think that... Make a change. We have to
0: make a change. 100%. I think that's the thing because it's definitely becoming more of a topic in regards to kind of how we spend to spend a little bit more money on getting better quality foods and investing in that and spending that little bit of money on the gym to invest in kind of getting movement or your your fitbit watch or whatever it is people can yeah, understand exactly. those aspects do you know what i mean or investing in an electric car mm. because they want to help the environment but a lot of people are still absolutely
1: like people going vegan mm-hmm. to try and protect the planet like veganism is such a huge thing and obviously it's it's so important like Veganism, obviously, you're doing an amazing thing for the planet by going veggie or yeah. vegan. but
0: It's these um, little things, you know, isn't it? That, that...
1: become such a huge mm. thing, but it's the fashion industry that is, like, in, also insanely damaging to the planet.
0: Yeah. And I think that's... Th-
1: if you're going to talk about the sustainable... Yeah, because
0: a lot of people just... I, I, I'm i going to put my hands up, and I know that I was definitely in the mass uh, majority mindset of this. not, oh, not...
1: so are we. Oh, <laughs>
0: yeah, 100%. 100. But it was always...
1: But- we're so guilty. guilty. The thing is, we don't even know that we're doing it sometimes. Like I said before, a lot of brands say they're sustainable, but the process to provide this product isn't sustainable, mm. you know. And it's that, but once you start to educate yourself, it's it's a, a law thing where they have to provide if they're sustainable. I think it's like a, a thing where you should be allowed to read up on the process. So I'm
0: not, I actually saw in Primark the other day, um, I'm not gonna lie, it's definitely where I. Buy my pyjamas. <laughs> um,
1: but I was in Primark the other day. Imagine they were doing
0: sustainable cotton on their jeans. They, like, there was only one, oh, wow. one cotton, design. The,
1: do you want to know a funny fact? Cotton is sustainable in its own right. Okay. Every cotton is sustainable unless it is a poly blend. So they are using a marketing tactic to fool you and think, make you think that they're using something sustainable when cotton, by fact, is sustainable.
0: Yeah. Mm, this is something that I was not aware of. But, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I definitely think w- what I was going to say in regards to, like, my mass majority mindset as well is I feel like a, a lot of people, we, we are very quick to kind of uh, make the link between some of the big uh, fashion houses that use kind of the, the cheap labour and the child labour, et cetera, et cetera, And we're aware of kind of, those parts that aren't something that we we want to support. But even myself, I think I failed to comprehend in regards to the impact on the planet from the water consumption and stuff like that.
1: Yeah. And I think as well, what we forget is with things like child labor and the immediate the things that we can see in front of us happening are so much easier to solve. Whereas when it comes to global warming and damaging our planet, that's a future prospect that some of us aren't able to Mm. comprehend or imagine. So I do get it. It's very difficult to invest into something that you can't see the effects of. However, I urge everyone to go down to the beach, like their local beach, and just stand there for ten minutes and count how many pieces mm. of plastic they see on there. Because that's what I noticed as someone who travels so much is like places that I grew up in and now I wouldn't even let my, my future children go into that water. Yeah. Because it's so contaminated. I mean there's eight million. Eight million pieces of plastic. Per into- day, no. It's per day, right? Fundamentally oceans.
0: Wow. Yeah. Crazy.
1: And then we're consuming that, you know. Yeah. And that's what we need to realize. It's in our food. If you want an immediate answer to the problem, the answer is, you have to stop picking up after yourself or stop consuming so much plastic because you're actually eating it. It's in our fish. It's in our aqua marine stuff. It's in the water. It's mad. Yeah,
0: I was gonna say, and that kind of stuff. It's just, it's not a simple case of then just getting some uh, solution and kind of clearing it out. Like this is gonna take. I don't even, I mean.
1: Oh, yeah. But every single tiny little bit helps. Like, this, the company that we use um, that provides our fabrics, like, every single month, they provide divers every single month to, put, to go into the ocean and to do these dives, to find the plastics and to extract it from the ocean. That's amazing. So, and then they use those materials to make this fabric. And it's not only the summer fabric that they make. They make so many different fabrics um, within their company. And we, we only use a part mm-hmm. of it. But, mm-hmm. I mean... What they're doing is incredible and i think that you know not only do we support sustainability but we also support these companies that do that mm-hmm. and that do provide sustainable
0: solutions because I, I was talking to um a friend of mine who has um she has a couple of dress companies and we were talking about hmm. kind of like the the cost of creating fabrics and stuff like that and i i feel we underestimate what a big step it is for those companies to be able to provide that because obviously it's not cheap and at the same time there's not such a mass market to be able to buy it like they are in a niche area and making sure that they've actually got people to buy this this kind of fabric is more of a risk but there's people willing to take that risk.
1: A 100% I think as well when you when you start doing your comparisons if you're more of a business mindset or you're more aware of fashion in general our competitors not to name names but they will they have a very similar price point to our bikinis Mm. and are not sustainable and they've obviously got to where they are by doing their markup to like uh three to five times more than what they're actually producing the 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 product for Mm. But they've had that investment over time to be able to develop their product into something fun and fashionable. If you start investing into smaller companies that are doing better for the earth, they can also come out with these awesome designs because they'll have the technology behind it to do it. Yeah. But because we want everything here and now, we're investing into these companies that are at a similar price point. They're the same cost, but they're destroying the yeah. planet. That's, that's the, the kind of comparison that we need to make as a society.
0: 100%. Know? Um, I was gonna say so was it like when so when you were originally went to Bali was it just simply because you were looking at this this particular manufacturer of the fabrics or like what is it that kind of did you go there because they had sustainable fabrics or was that kind of more like a by chance you then like experienced it it got explained to you and you were like okay like there is no other option yeah
1: So basically I did about four years of research before I found the factory that I wanted to use. Um, I used a couple of different other factories, got some samples made before I found my factory in Bali. Um, And they just weren't, the quality wasn't amazing. And I just didn't want to do anything that wasn't going to be a hundred percent. Like I didn't want to do anything that I wouldn't wear Mm -hmm. myself. So, and I know, and I know for a fact that, you know, if you sell these clothes, There's no point selling it if you're going to get a bunch of returns. Yeah. So, you know, our return rate is extremely low. And it's because the quality matches everything else. Exactly. It might just be people buy the
0: wrong size or stuff.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, we get exchanges for, like, if people get the wrong size Mm. or if it doesn't fit or if they want to size up or down. or, But the, the return rate is extremely low. And I found this barley factory... Their samples was incredible. So I went to Bali and um, just wanted to meet the team really and make sure that everything was ethical, not just the fabric. Mm.
0: And how they treat the staff, I guess, as well.
1: Yeah, exactly. And they're an amazing little team and they're all just a bunch of lovely people and they're really, really helpful. And I mean, I've got them all on WhatsApp and we chat all the time. It's really cute. I know it's really cute. And you know, they're really, they're really supportive as well. And I think that they love the fact that they are working with brands that want to be sustainable as well, Mm. even though they provide both options. I think that they're really, really. Yeah. They're they're awesome. They're an awesome team. I think that's definitely seems to be the
0: theme with Bali as well, though, period. Isn't it like they are A very sustainable country or uh, uh, like the 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 non-use of plastics and stuff like that I think because they obviously experience so much of the backlash of everybody else that all comes in there onto their oceans from everywhere else that
1: yeah exactly but um even now so like a lot of swimwear brands are becoming sustainable which makes me really happy Mm -hmm. like um especially new brands like we always have from the beginning supported other swimwear brands as well and people who are doing the same as us but it's like women supporting women that's all what we're about mm. and i think that when other when other brands use sustainable fabrics that's just awesome
0: 100 percent. i was gonna say because recently as well this is like this is going off a little bit off topic but just in regards to kind of sustainability so viva what we've done with all of our packaging so for the protein the, the latte literally everything that we have we've changed all of yes. our packaging so it was always uh recyclable but it, it ended up having to go to like a specialist recyclable place. Um, so for right. the last like year or two, it's been in the creation and it's launching next month. We've made all of our packaging home compostable. That's amazing. All of our packaging is compostable Hey, hey! There we go. But these are the other things I think as well that it, it is worth people starting to to think about a little bit more because again, Sorry, we are really slating fast fashion. But I mean, all of us have received our orders in the past, you know what I mean? And you get these vast amounts of plastics just in like one packet. And you know, like Yeah, everything's wrapped. Everything's in wrapped it. in it. You open it once, you know that the packet's ripped. So then what are they doing with it? Because yeah. you if you're then returning it, like they're not reusing it. I...
1: I'm not gonna lie. As someone who grew up in a in a impoverished Eastern European household, we reuse all those plastics <laughs> to send our own mail. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I but still do that if I'm wrapping like an eBay package. You keep I'll use, I keep everything. Yeah, I'm so. I don't know whether that's like a good thing. Or a, a good or thing. Early of, or early signs of, hoarding. But
0: no, <laughs> I <laughs> you I, I definitely something. say that's there, a good there is thing. a lot. To be honest, do you know what that reminds me of? Christmases, because I feel like back in the day you'd be reusing. Happily
1: wrapped, like... Yeah, every like you'd open
0: it and it would be a reused plastic bag. M and S bags were definitely a thing in my house. Marks and Spencer's bags, but I feel oh look, it's another green oh, I bag. I had
1: the wrapping paper from the year before.
0: Oh, I like that one. I hadn't even thought about.
1: Uh, that's terrible Um, we used to open presents in such a way that we could wrap future Christmas presents that's a
0: beautiful idea though but this is is, I know I know that I know that you didn't probably do that with the purpose of like let's reuse like let's let's not waste paper or this that and the other it was more a case of
1: more of like it's either wrapping paper
0: or yeah exactly (laughs) exactly so I completely get that but I mean why why do these things we just don't think enough I hate to say I feel like it's just yeah there's so many things that so I, I brought this up in, in previous podcasts and I'll bring it up probably every bloody podcast but it is the little thing so like recently in my house we got rid of all cling film and we replaced them we've got these uh they're BPF. 3 I think they were like silicone or something little lids that you can put over tubs and it's like getting of oh, getting exactly. rid of aluminium or if you're in the states listening to this aluminum foil um <laughs> but getting rid of that because I didn't realize kind of the the health implications of that as well and and using glass Mm -hmm. bowls to put things in in the fridge when you if you've got some leftovers um yeah exactly there's so many little things that it's kind of I know it's so easy to become overwhelmed I think with the amount of well do you know how did we even get to this point how did the planet get to this point where I literally sometimes I look around the house I mean we're getting a lot better here but you you look around you're like okay what is there that i can do better with and it's like okay well let's get rid of that coffee machine let's get rid of the cling film let's get rid of
1: yeah it's the tiniest little things that's why i always just say just start small mm. but it's so easy yeah. it's like for example like dying let's say you had to start i don't know waxing your eyebrows mm. once a month or you had to start doing something that's different in part of your routine but is better for you That should be implemented into your lifestyle with everything that you do. So if you get plastic bags, keep them, have a place you store them, like reuse them. Or if you find, if you have time to like compost your food or make a little vegetable patch in your garden, then do that. Or automatically clean up the beach, you know, Mm. at like the end of your little beach trip like maybe spend 15 to 20 minutes in the sun just picking up some stuff and putting it in a recycling
0: it, place. Even, like roads, even roads even roads that i mean
1: yeah you go,
0: it's like you go to some countries canada i think canada's got it on point like you can walk around their cities and there's no litter like it you know, just feels germany, so clean and then i mean london
1: but tory in germany they pay you to recycle mm. plastic bottles you can go to a machine and they'll give you like a cent per bottle or something I, say, like cause that. I think
0: they that were... that is
1: such a good idea I can exactly them.
0: they were thinking about <laughs> implementing it here i believe um
1: and it's a great incentive for homeless for people real. i'm sorry it is yeah that is a really good idea i mean you're gonna have to recycle a lot well, a penny a bottle but, i think yeah, I, I feel like you might have yeah. been
0: about 10p or something but still i mean
1: but what? imagine Let's after night out trendy. how many people get drunk and throw a Exactly. Yeah, plastic it's cups.
0: Amazing. It's when it comes to like fest, fest festivals like and that. stuff like that, the amount of plastic cups.
1: Well, that's what we're we're trying to start beach
0: oh, clean no, I like the sound of that.
1: But like in hot spot destinations, so we're lucky enough to have the opportunity to mm. travel. But like in our favorite destinations, for me, it would be like Ibiza, Los Angeles, mm-hmm. um, even some places in Spain and Italy. Like they would be places that I would host a clean up and whoever comes would receive perks from the companies.
0: Yeah, that's us. an amazing idea. That is an amazing idea. And I think that's the thing. It's it's even bringing it back to your own doorstep. Like if you don't have a beach like near, if you're in the, the center of England, center of the US, I mean, the US then whatever but it's like going down your road do you know what I mean like this is the one thing I I'm I remember I got I was scare tactic like as a kid it was definitely the scare tactic that they used which I will never forget those it was farthing uh, animals of farthing wood and you know when you see like a hedgehog get stuck in a crisp packet
1: yeah yeah
0: it's it's literally like I I think it scarred me for life but so now like I'll if I if I if I see
1: you saw a hedgehog in a crisp packet yeah
0: I got stuck it was on a TV program. That's it was terrible. on TV, but it's always.
1: I can't even look at things like this. It actually makes me. I know, upset.
0: I know, and me as a kid as well. I was always that kind of person who, I could Traumatize. traumatize. and I, it's like I could watch any any like uh, what's the TV show Hospital ones. Anyway, I forgot what it's called, but anything with <laughs> like that blood, whatever I can deal with. As soon as I saw an animal hurt or upset, oh oh goodness, oh goodness, yeah game.
1: Over.
0: Honestly, like, I can't watch it. So, yeah, so I, I but back to it. Like, I'll, I'll try and, like, if I see a, a crisp packet or a can, because that was the other thing, I think it was my, a mouse or something who would catch itself on a can. So, I just try and, like, just pick it up. Just pick it up and just walk it to a trash can. Like, exactly. It,
1: I think, I think that more and more people are doing that mm, now, though, which is definitely. really cool. Like, people are actually coming together and, like, realizing that this is a massive issue. And it's really nice to see people come together and
0: actually I help out. I completely agree.
1: In where I live in Kingston, um, they've got obviously this is kind of annoying because I don't exactly know where that particular money goes to. But the moment you drop anything on the ground, it's an immediate fifty pound fine.
0: Okay, yeah, love
1: that. and they have like jobs worths. Everywhere. I love that though. I'd like, be a jobs even worth. If it's a cigarette butt. No, that's fine. I'd much prefer to know that the money goes somewhere mm. good, though, to, like, maybe putting more bins places mm. or, like, implementing a nice recycling mm. programme or doing something. But obviously this money's going to the council or the government. But that's so. why I, I,
0: I w- I'm really, like, want to push more as well. Companies in restaurants, cafes, whatever, being a bit more mindful in regards to how they are recycling. Because I, I was in Luton Airport um, a couple of weeks back, and I spent double the price to get a can of water rather than buying a plastic bottle because yes, yeah babe. like i'd ra- I, I, like i'd rather do that even if i i love that even if i haven't got the money to then give to a charity like it's still like doing your little piece isn't it doing your piece where you can yeah. and i didn't take my refillable bottle and i didn't want to buy a plastic one so there we go I bought my can anyway I love so i finished my can right and i go up to the place and i'm like oh uh do you do you have your recycling bin they're like oh no 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 hmm. we don't recycle I'm like, so you've you've yeah. just sold me a, a can of water
1: yeah, for, for double reason? the
0: price, but I can't recycle it. They're like, yeah, basically. I traveled with that can all the way to Spain till I could find a recycling bin. Yes! Sorry. <laughs> but it's just
1: <laughs> I'm so like, proud of it,
0: but it did it absolutely baffled me. And it's like it's one thing actually providing us with the 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 kind of um the products and stuff, but then what else are yeah. you actually doing?
1: That's the thing that is exactly the thing. And also some, even some sustainable brands now, like they don't use sustainable Mm. packaging and it's like, but, what, what's the point of it's your product being sustainable straw thing in a plastic cup that makes me yeah. so oh, yeah. angry <laughs> yeah. you know how this whole <laughs> i'm sorry i love the fact that everyone's doing cardboard straws even though i'd rather not use a straw entirely because it just melts in my mouth i know it's so annoying but why are you serving it to me in a plastic
0: cup well i've actually got a portable straw that folds up
1: oh that's really cute mm-hmm. i think i've seen you mm-hmm. use that
0: because <laughs> i do like <laughs> i lose straw.
1: it i already lose my AirPods. yeah sure would be the worst
0: yeah i it. do like that but um yeah no i completely agree the plastic cups has got to go it's got to go 100 there's the um what
1: else was it the Cano water i was gonna say yeah the, oh
0: Cano water yeah, yeah that's yeah, the yeah. one i had they really good is that that's what had? i had the can of water
1: hey yeah shout out to perry oh <laughs> I, know. I was gonna say i
0: was very very impressed with it and do you know what at first i was like how am i gonna feel drinking water out of a can actually tastes really refreshing really yeah because it kept its coolness a lot more um
1: but i think there's that as well people need to be aware that you are allowed to take like bottle like reusable mm. um water bottles and things through to the airport they have filtered water that you can refill it with at the airport there's no problem with that and that you should be allowed that extra room and that extra you know how some airlines don't like you carrying things outside of your luggage but that should be something that's like available and accessible oh girl i take a Mm -hmm. whole
0: picnic every time in a plastic in a plastic bag in um one of those like tote bags sorry it's the the, the bag for life those ones you know what i mean the little
1: Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. God,
0: I've, that sounded really bad then. But yeah, I've got one here. You know that yeah, I've, yeah, I've got, well. it's, for, I've got it next to me as well. Is I've got a safe know. one. It's got an elephant saying I'm strong and sturdy. But yeah, those bags. Anyway, like I'll always, I, I take my own food through there. Like they know they, they never say anything. They never say anything. No. Um, but yeah, I do think I, I think that you've just made a completely valid point that you'd, and also not even from a planet point of view. You don't want that BPA. Like, you, you don't want, we fail to remember kind of the bits of plastic that then go into the water with the then consuming. Yeah. Um, exactly. So it's not.
1: My favorite is that you actually get money off when you go. It's like a legal thing now. If you bring in like your own reusable mm. cup, most coffee chains will give you like a pound off your coffee. Well, wait.
0: Do you know yeah, how much money that saved me? I can. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, I can only imagine. Trust me, if I had a, a coffee shop down my road, that would be game over. But it's, so Waitrose um, has now got rid of, they don't do takeaway coffee. You have to buy, oh, yeah, wow. you have to buy one of their cups, which is like £3.50, that's amazing. Um, a little ceramic kind of cup and then you can get coffee that way or you have to drink in. But that's amazing. It's still, I'm just, I'm do you know, what? I'm so excited for when these supermarkets start doing their plastic free fruit and veg aisles. This is what I am ready right, for. Then. But till then, like, do you know what? I've actually started getting a lot more of my fruit and veg from like the, you, we don't have many green grocers per se, like we did back in the, or not even we did, our parents or whatever did back in the day. Um, but you do get those like kind of little stores that have the fruit outside especially in London and the fruit is so much better than supermarkets yeah yeah
1: yeah, absolutely you can't to be honest when it comes to food I mean briefly touching on the subject you can't there is no point in you buying fruit that is not from that country or seasonal Mm -hmm. if you want to be sustainable in any way shape or form and a person that like helps the agriculture because fruit and veg that is not from our country and is not in season is normally kept in nitrogen uh, rooms filled with nitrous oxide. or What's it called when you remove the oxygen? Is it nitrogen? Yeah, yeah they're just nitrogen filled. And they're like three years old because there's no oxygen to cause decomposition. It's crazy, isn't it? So you're eating, you could be eating these cherries that you think taste fantastic and have been pumped with water, pumped with pesticides, and are three years old because they've not seen the light of day for three years. I was gonna say, because so, I, I remember
0: watching a documentary, and I think it was about apples being stored for up like to two years.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's disgusting, it's
0: baffling, but like. But
1: that's when you don't buy seasonal stuff that is from your area and support local farms. Sadly enough, we don't have that much of an option in England when it comes to fruit and veg. We are the kings and queens of potatoes along with the Irish. But, you know, that's the kind of price you pay. I mean, every city has its own kind of agriculture. And you just got to wait till you go somewhere tropical to enjoy mangoes. Exactly.
0: Bring on <laughs> barley at the end of the year for me. <laughs> yes. Let's all go <laughs> to, to barley.
1: I've, so I've got a peach tree and an apple tree in my garden, and they grow just I was going to say,
0: because one of uh, one of my uh, close yeah. friends and a close friend of the, the company, a guy called Jack's Patch, who's based out in, I feel like I want to say Chelmsford, Essex Way. Um, and he right. does, um, like, he... Does the most incredible fruit and veg. Um and he, he like plants by the moon and goes like, yeah, everything is just inc- oh my god, I can't even begin to explain. We did a whole we did a,
1: okay, I to to say, we did a whole
0: podcast on it because this guy is like a, insane. That. Um but yeah, and it's like when you actually taste real fruit and veg, fresh fruit and veg, it, it's 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 actually like a joke like because yeah. i remember when i first went vegan as well a lot of people would be like oh my gosh everything you must eat must be so bland and it's like
1: has no one heard of seasoning
0: for real also <laughs> I, i'd like i'd like to challenge anybody who eats like raw not raw but like plain meat uh, maybe a steak but i've never seen people eating plain chicken in my life
1: right but do you know what I, I have a friend from america over at the moment and she actually said to me it was baffling to go into a supermarket and see fruit and veg that was in her eyes dwarfed. Mm-hmm. She was like, "It makes." She was like, "It's sad because this is not what I should be confused by. Because fruit and veg should be this size, but when I go home, everything is three times the size and tastes like it's been injected with sugar mm. or salt. Mm. And that's what I find. We we are very fortunate in the way that we get to live and eat and what we have available mm. to us. But some people only have things that are fabricated." And that that goes across like many boards of things. a lot of people don 't have access to anything sustainable. Mm. they are like victims of consumerism that it that
0: and they 're being lied to on a mass scale. I think know? the states as well it's like the states is I terrible. struggle because I was even on the phone to my friend the other day and i'd had an argument with somebody about straws because oh no I, i'd had an argument... I, I mean some things I just get a little bit passionate over, but they were talking about the um <laughs> Because over in the UK, there were those people who started a petition to pr- bring back plastic straws in in, in uh, McDonald's because they said the plus the pa- oh, yeah the paper ones because it's not
1: sustainable.
0: yeah they were like the paper ones are rubbish what? because their it pla- their paper ones aren't sustainable they- they're not oh no, no 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 that there. wasn't my- what I read I was reading the one where it was basically they were the the paper straws were melting in the in the milkshake so they wanted the plastic so, no, ones. They use-
1: the mcdonald's use a um from what i've done with my research they use a specially coated cardboard which is coated with a layer of plastic making it difficult to be recycled and it's not biodegradable so it defeats the object so you're just getting people are complaining because it defeats the object of what it is and they're getting a shitty milkshake yeah
0: that's fine no that that makes it i mean that (laughs) i'd sign the petition just get something that's that's bloody sustainable um but yeah, no, this was an argument in regards to the plastic straws. So I'm talking to my friend in the US and then he was like, I, I just had a plastic straw. I'm like, bruh, are you, are you okay? He's like, what's wrong with the plastic straw? He's like, I put it in the recycling. I'm like, not everything that's like plastic, you can only recycle once. Like, And I feel like everybody mm. just assumes that it will just constantly be recycled and recycled and recycled. Yeah, that's no. not the case. And then you get all these straws with colors and stuff. They can't be recycled, period no exactly like and this is the other thing i still see now and even with um um some fruit and veg like they'll put it in the in in like black plastic because it looks more fancy so you want to pay them a bit more because it's it's the better quality item i remember meat was the same they used to put it in black or fish was in black whatever they put it in black because it's generally more expensive but then i'm like okay so i'm paying for this organic what's it what's it what's it
1: Exactly. And then I can't
0: even recycle. And then you
1: can't. I actually went to Tesco. I think it was Tesco. Yeah. No, Sainsbury's the other Mm. day. And I bought some recycled toilet paper, but it was wrapped in plastic. Uh And like, I had to buy toilet paper, right? So I was like, well, obviously, if there's like, of course, I'm going to go for this recycled option. But I was just like, "Why? why? When they're packaging this, like, it just doesn't make sense to me. Like, why are you wrapping it in plastic if it's recycled or like the sustainable version of toilet paper but then i think again it's just reading into the idea of like what is actually sustainable Mm -hmm. so it's that idea of they say everything is sustainable because once it gets to where it is you can recycle it but the process in making it is sometimes more detrimental than making the plastics and this is the but we are all very smart and aware of what's in front of us but no one can ever be bothered to read the backstory of things. And that's where our problems really mm. are throughout fashion, food, um, toiletries, basic amenities, even down to like our fuel making processes and mm. using like solar panels and stuff. Making of them is what's destroying our planet secretly because there's always someone benefiting from these, you know, mm. it's not. You got. You have to do your research. Take five to ten minutes to sit down and educate yourself on what yeah. you're buying into, who who's bills you're paying with your money, like wh- what these companies stand for and what their process mm. is. I actually feel so <laughs> proud as well. Like when I'm when I'm doing something that is good for the planet, like it just makes me
0: feel good in return. Right. I was gonna and, say, like, even it, it, all it, of things, it is kind of like a self gratifying thing to. If I can even say that, do you know what I mean? Like you do Absolutely. do something. You're if like... you're
1: allowed to pat yourself on the back for doing good, like
0: mm.
1: y- you are, go for it, girl. Yeah. Like we're not perfect at all. Like, Oh my goodness. I would like to change so much more about how I live my life and how I can mm. contribute to like being more sustainable. And there's so many things that I could do differently, but I'm starting. The key is to start in small. Cause I think that everyone thinks that they need to make this huge change because this mm-hmm. huge issue is happening and that's where they fail. Whereas if you just start small, like the tiniest little things, just like taking, you know, your 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 cup with you to get Mm. your coffee. Like, you know what I mean? Not getting takeaway coffees, for example, Um, and taking your reusable cup or, you know, taking your bag. Do you need that lid?
0: Do you need that straw?
1: Exactly. Like, do you really need it? And That's gonna... the tiniest little things that make a difference if they can make sustainable sanitary wear for women i'm pretty sure they can find an alternative to plastic bags
0: yeah mm-hmm. they, do, they
1: do so everything now has a solution and an alternative like it's, yeah. it's really really amazing they do sustainable tampons now like yeah. you can literally get sustainable recycled tampons delivered to your door you can get Recycled toilet paper, recycled tampons. Recycle I was
0: about <laughs> to say that. I was like, I feel like we've just every single male that was listening to this podcast gone.
1: <laughs> Wait, um, sustainable. Come she back, said, come back. back. <laughs> 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 <not fire> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Listen, Brilliant.
1: Recycle tampons.
0: We get where you're coming, but yeah, there are all of these options, and I think it's just using oh, your so noggin good. a little bit more, isn't it? It's like when you, if you're going to a supermarket, the majority of the time, like I'm not gonna lie, the amount of these sturdy and strong bags that I've used, the bags for life that I'm that I've bought and have stored up is is absolutely ridiculous. But now I take yeah. a backpack. I take a backpack with me. I use my backpack for everything. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so if I just walk up to the shop, doesn't matter how heavy it is, it's all on my back. There we go walk back I go Perfect. Um,
1: in the funny thing is UK the UK is like kind of one of the last countries to join into this whole movement I grew up I don't know how it was in Cape Town but for me growing up in Hungary and Germany these factors have been implemented since I was tiny mm. paying for your plastic bags recycling uh walking to the shops taking the bus um buying into uh, sustainable um, t-shirts I don't know it was just a thing when I was growing up so for me to be in a company that is sustainable and live more of a sustainable life though I'm not Mm. perfect hands up is is natural and I find it so bizarre that London's only just really caught on
0: yeah I feel like it is I don't know whether it's because the UK is so much more I don't know who influences who, but in regards to, like, the US, the UK, they're so similar. Yeah. Um, And it's always, I guess, maybe they've always, obviously, if we're going to go back in history, it's like, for such a small island, we're very, we were very, pa- well, we still are very powerful. They were the influencer rather than the influenced. Yeah. And maybe it's just a case of we all just kind of got lazy. Just yeah, didn't, didn't have to think about those things. Do you know what I mean?
1: I feel like with, with a lot of, like, with brexit now and stuff people are gonna have to especially with like the rising costs of importation and stuff people are gonna mm-hmm. have to really start thinking about where their expenses are going
0: mm. and
1: I think again like they don't go hand in hand but you do see it more often when people have less money they're more likely to reuse things yeah um, because of that mindset of you know I'm not going to be able to go and get this at this time and mm. I feel like that turnaround of like not be, having so much available to us is going to teach us a little bit of a lesson of like, you don't want to pay a pound for a plastic bag or like, you know, this much for petrol. You have to actually go and walk this 20 mm. meters to the shop or you have to reuse that plastic bag that's been sitting at home and think about what you're doing before you leave the house. Like,
0: Cause It's funny because obviously I, I'm sure you guys were like, so I crashed my car back in October <laughs> and since then. Um, you're okay, <laughs> sorry. sorry. I should go Tori. Say- <laughs> It's good there, like, don't okay, but
1: like
0: I know do. I know so yeah, It happened and uh, since then I haven't got a car And so I get it literally I swear one person a week minimum will be like Don't you miss having a car Are you not going to get a car And I'm like yo I miss the convenience of a car for sure Like obviously But there is public transport Okay it might take a little bit longer But Really, on, on a whole I'm saving money Um, I can always borrow like you can get insured on someone's car for like a day or so if I need to use a car I yeah, can if you desperately need it mm-hmm. Get yeah exactly I can get insured on someone else's car but it just makes me a lot more conscious I use my time a yeah. lot more wisely because I have to plan things in advance so I'm not just leaving things last minute and I'm not driving places that I don't necessarily need to go mm-hmm. So yeah. it's like someone would invite me to something before I'd be like oh yeah I'm not doing anything let me go and using all this fuel to go here, there or whatever. And then I'm actually not using my time proactively. I'm just filling my time. Um, and so when I like look at it and take a step back now, I'm like, actually like this has been, it's been so beneficial, not only because I've obviously saved money, but in regards to helping towards the planet, because I'm just using public transport. Don't be wrong where I live. It's public transport. Isn't always the easiest, but But you make the effort. Yeah. And you just plan things a bit better.
1: I'm not ashamed I can't drive that's been my life (laughs) (laughs) I'm still doing that it's fine we're all still living and we live in a convenient city you know it shouldn't be hard to jump on a bus and a lot of I'm not saying this is directed at you but people need to drop their pride I hear Mm -hmm. so many people every day you'll never see me catch the tube cool please don't preach about sustainability to me then when you're exactly into a vehicle that produces that much gas yeah exactly I don't, it, it is about pride as well. It's about that whole, you don't need the newest, the latest, the coolest, the best looking like, mm. you're fine.
0: Is it, and it's it's like Uber Pool. I'm sorry, I love Uber Pool. If I don't need to be somewhere by a certain time and I can't get a tube to it or whatever, Uber Pool
1: absolutely within its limits because i've been in an uber pool on a saturday morning (laughs) sunday morning and uh, it's not yeah
0: (laughs) i can i can imagine that one
1: between between the daylight hours only daylight hours Uber yeah. for, for young women especially i'm sorry I'm
0: well they've to... got the they've got the female only one now so you uber, can do they? yeah oh no maybe that. it's no sorry it was a driver it's a driver it's a driver sorry my bad uber. but maybe we should do no, that uber. I'm, i might put that forward to uber that's quite a good idea um but even in regards to little things like my one of my best friends the other day she was um she'd gone to ibiza and she got a, a bus she or you know like the airport transfers and she would got yeah. a bus and then her friend was just like oh like can I not just get you a car like you don't really want to in the bus she's like yo it's like 30 minutes it's it
1: costs like two euros
0: it legit and then I was like yeah carbon emissions <laughs> I swear this is my answer to everything and everyone right now I'm like carbon emissions But so you, I got the bus I've been
1: to Japan for the first time this time last year in August yes. and I got a bus Listen, halfway across the world. Imagine on my own and meeting people at a hotel I'd never been to before. It was the easiest, most cost-efficient, the quickest, cleanest mode of transport I've been in in a very long time, and it had Wi-Fi. Like it's. And that's the
0: thing: you can do stuff as well. Yeah, you can actually be proactive with that time. You don't have to. You're not focusing on the roads and just driving like if you've got your phone there you could be doing your emails you could I don't know whatever you want to do in your spare time I'm not I'm not going to say social media because we have better uses of our time but social media if it's your job well yeah (laughs) Um, absolutely
1: I'm always jumping on my emails there's wi-fi everywhere nowadays
0: yeah or even if you just want to catch up with a friend you know what I mean at least there's you're doing something
1: yeah But yeah, there's there's so much more that we can do, and it's just implementing that little by little into our daily routine. I
0: think that's hundred percent, hundred percent. But yeah, no, I I I mean I love what you guys are doing. Thank you. Makes it makes me super super proud, and you know what I'm like. If it helps the planet, then it makes Tori very happy. (laughs) (laughs) I was there. I was there. I was gonna say it's it's one of those things. It's like I'm always gonna support friends who are who who are creating their own businesses and obviously following their purpose and and doing something creative or outside the box that isn't just for somebody else yeah um so it's always going to support that anyway but obviously the fact that you're doing it sustainably you're you're thinking about things more than just the product you are thinking about kind of obviously the how it's how it's packaged etc etc and I just think that's Mm. so important and it's so nice to hear from businesses that are kind of up and coming and we are the generation that I do strongly believe is gonna be the catalyst to change
1: yes I'm here for that I love
0: that (laughs) I'm here for it too like we've done damage for long enough but there is you've got people who who can choose to be ignorant of course but the fact is the knowledge is there now like there are podcasts there are uh, social media is 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 exposing the truth quite vividly sometimes but it's there we can't ignore it anymore and it is something that we're all talking about so people can pick up like just listen to this podcast okay well i didn't think or i didn't realize they could do that or oh yeah that's a good point maybe i think about that more it's not Mm. do you i mean i think we can be quick to condemn and i know i can I I can be like that and be like, but why are you doing this? And it's like, oh, because I never thought about that. So hopefully if we all just continue to talk more, it just plants more seeds.
1: Exactly. We just need to educate each other, help. Don't be the first to like get angry at someone if they make a mistake. Not all of us are as knowledgeable in being sustainable as others. And keep asking questions. Because that's how you force answers out of these big corporate companies that are potentially lying to you.
0: A hundred percent. Transparency is key. And that's the other thing. Like if, if there's a company, okay, I don't expect companies to give me their exact recipe or something like that. Do you know what I mean? But you should be able to, if I'm asking you where something's sourced, you should be able to tell me. If I'm asking you like, yeah, like how you've chosen that, you should be able to tell me. I exactly. think transparency be is a big secret. key. Like,
1: we all need to become more transparent in where things are made, how things are made, what things are made with.
0: And not feel bad for asking the question.
1: Exactly. Yeah, and for any company that's starting, deciding to move or anyone that's deciding to move into the fashion field, just do your research. There's so many, like, cost-efficient, sustainable options that are usable especially in the uk as well if you're looking at investing here you've got spider silk instead of normal silk you can use Amazing. flax linen you can you know you can look at cottons that have like the farms and the mills backing them so then you have a story and you can say exactly where things are sourced from there's mm. so many methods just don't be fooled by marketing mm. just you know know what you're doing and it can be like really really beneficial to everyone
0: you know and so and you do feel better when you're wearing it because you know yeah
1: it's surprisingly all better quality like i'm not gonna sit here fast fashion is is great for all of three seconds it's like a momentary high of looking and feeling good but when those seams start to come apart Mm -hmm. or that top becomes discolored and stains the rest of your wash you start to realize that it's not as great as like people think for what one wear like mm-hmm. it's not okay whereas
0: you can get like 30 wears out of a really nice t-shirt minimum. exactly exactly but that's often what I look at in regards to food as well I remember the amount, sorry I'm really going off topic I will wind it back again um yeah. but in regards <laughs> to food it's like th- that's the best way that I trained my mind to kind of move away from having like sugary shit or whatever or just junk food because it'd be like okay well this is literally going to give me a couple don't get me wrong, it has its place on the odd occasion, but on a whole I'll look at it and I'll be like, okay, this is gonna give me a couple of minutes of kind of satisfaction whilst I'm eating it, and then I'm gonna feel like absolute crap afterwards. Mm-hmm. Whereas I could eat something that tastes good, like I might not be craving it the same because it doesn't have that kind of link in my brain, but it tastes so good and it makes me feel good. Like
1: exactly, it's the same, it's the same with fashion though.
0: Right, exactly. Like when
1: I wear something that I know it's made from recycled materials. I, I feel so much better. I feel proud wearing it, you know? Mm, mm-hmm. Or at least I know I've paid the money that's going to pay someone's wages properly. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, anything that you do, I get it. Not all of us can sadly afford a £150 sweater made from no. organic, I don't know, organic cotton farmed woodlouse, whatever they do to make it. But... <laughs> my point is like as long as you you you're investing into some part of goodness then you're fine mm-hmm. you know little by little baby steps exactly and
0: it, like you say again it is always thinking actually do i really need that as well
1: yeah yes that's a very do, very because... i ask myself that now all the time as well when i go out i'm learning to ask Right.
0: <laughs> well cuz i again sorry i keep diverting to food like apparently f- apparently food is on my brain but again i say the same <laughs> like so if somebody who who's not comfortable with going vegetarian pescatarian vegan whatever and they still want to consume meat obviously it's not something that I want to do but I'd be like okay well if you're going to do that then why don't you just buy the more expensive meat that's organic that you know the animals have at least been looked after oh but it's too expensive I was like okay well you just eat less of it Mm. and it's exactly the same with clothes you just buy less of them it's not necessary to have a new outfit every day it's not necessary to eat meat every meal mm-hmm. do you know what I mean so it's just you can actually budget it exactly the same you just shift the proportions of how you spend it and just spend it a little bit more wisely it is that quality of a quantity piece
1: yeah exactly get creative customize it i've got denim jackets that the colors gone on i painted them like there's so much that you can do it's an endless conversation of possibilities that's what we need to remember
0: yeah 100 percent hundred percent you know get open up your brain just get creative
1: yeah change your sunday your sunday ritual to something that's going to benefit you in other ways you
0: know yeah i love that yeah. i love that Well, thank you ladies thank you so much i think we've covered all sorts of areas i um, know that's but a
1: good chat about sustainability let's For get real. on it girls
0: yeah let's all do yeah. it and I, um everybody i've I put um away that day the, the link in the little uh what's it bit the information bit of the podcast that's the one word, word i'm after i'm losing my words today <laughs> going definitely, to so <laughs> i was gonna say i'm gonna i'm, I'm gonna go and uh, drink some water i think and uh, get my get my head back in the game Sweet. but have a lovely weekend and thank, thank you so, you so much for your much, time man,
1: It was lovely speaking to you. Thank you.